0: You're listening to another ambitious Entrepreneur Network.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality and the ambitious entrepreneur show will teach you how. Now over to your host, Anne Marie Cross. Hi everyone. Welcome back to another show. Now building a successful business takes hard work, doesn't it? And lots of it often. But what happens when despite your best efforts, including the hundreds of hours you've put in, the late nights, early mornings, money you've invested into your business, you hit the wall and experience a breakdown in your business? Well, my guest today is Colette Ellis. She's an author, a coach, and transformational speaker on mindfulness, motivation, and workplace stress. And on today's show, Colette will speak about how to bounce back. After a breakdown in your business and get your mindset back on track so you're eager and ready to pursue new opportunities. How to overcome your limiting beliefs so you can prevent your self-talk and blind spots from getting in the way of your future growth and success. And lastly, she'll be speaking about how to reveal your true purpose and make choices about how you spend your time in your business and in your life. And yes, it is possible to have a life. So welcome to the call, Colette. Thank you, Anne-Marie. So glad we're connecting. It certainly is. Now, this is a topic I know that many entrepreneurs may go through, but it's not something that they often will talk about to their colleagues or, or people that they're working with, because it can kind of be very, uh, you know, touchy to talk about, Ah. Oh, I hit that wall. My business is just not going where I want. And for some of us, we've experienced quite a significant downturn and and breakdown in our business. So how do we bounce back if we find ourselves in that situation?
1: Um, Great, great point and great question. And what I think is, first of all, part of it is also just is, is having that admission, right? So making sure that we are honest with ourselves about where we are in our business including everything from the stage of the business in terms of what you know services or products we're offering how those products or services are resonating with our market and then being willing and to to take a look at that differently and and try new strategies mm. but i think it does start with a with a certain level of honesty with ourselves
0: yeah and I think what's really important to say at the onset of this, and I'd love your feedback too, and, and sharing your wisdom, is that we're not alone when we experience that. Many other entrepreneurs have started off a successful business and then all of a sudden something's happened, or maybe they've been grinding away, you know, working, 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 and have just not been able to get their business off the ground. They're not alone, are they?
1: No, not at all. And I think that that's a great point. The fact that particularly if you, you know, you're a solopreneur or even if you do have a partner, sometimes it can be challenging to to have that level of honesty. So first starting with yourself and then again, being being open and, and I guess a little bit of vulnerability to sharing that and, and figuring out who's on your team, who are your champions that you can actually have those honest conversations with. Because you're right, you know, at networking events, often people will go and everybody, oh, business is great. Things are great mm-hmm. because we're all trying to put on our best face forward. But we, we also need those that network or that core group, or even if it's just one, one or two people that we can have those honest conversations with, you know, I've heard it said before, taking off the cape or taking off the mask where we can just be honest and be ourselves.
0: I think that's important and I so agree. I mean, how often does someone say to us, "And how are you? Oh, I'm fantastic. We're deep inside. You might have just had a client that finished their contract early or maybe a prospective client you were counting on to say yes and they unfortunately said no and all of these different things and being honest with ourselves and recognising that we don't have to have all the answers. In fact, There are so many businesses that I know have coaches and mentors that they turn to regularly. And I think it places or takes a lot of weight off their shoulders when we know we don't have to have all all the answers. So you talk about mindset and, and having the right mindset to get back on track. Why is it so important that we have the right mindset?
1: Well, you know, I heard it said once that, that your mindset is is your steering wheel for your life. So based on that, whatever direction your mindset or whatever the quality of the thoughts in your mind are, that really is playing out in your life and then it's playing out in your business. So it's really important for us to be aware of How we're feeling and what sort of thoughts or self-talk are going through our minds. You know, are we? You know, it doesn't mean, like you said, we're not. It doesn't mean we have to have all the answers. It doesn't mean that we're not going to experience no, which really does mean not yet. (laughs) And it doesn't mean that we're not going to have those those challenging moments. But it's uh, it's figuring out how to develop that sense of resiliency that allows you to not get stuck in that. Uh, rejection or not get stuck in that no but enables you to reframe the perspective like when I said that sort of jokingly but you know I sort of no. there are a lot of other reasons or, or explanations for no when we hear that from clients or partners or prospects and if we can think about it in those different ways instead of just oh it's no and it's rejection of me and I'm a failure you know that kind of self-talk is going to Probably keep you stuck in the breakdown as opposed to trying to look at what are the other opportunities or what does this now allow me to do now that I don't have to do that? You know, mm-hmm.
0: I love that you said that, and, and I'd really like to spend a little bit more time in chunking that down because I know for many of our listeners, we're service based entrepreneurs, so we provide a service. So, in effect, it's us, our services, and our, our time and our expertise. So, for many of us, when we get a no from a prospective client, even though Consciously and, and, you know, logically, we know that it's not a direct reflection on who we are and the services that, that we offer. It can often be really difficult not to take that to heart, particularly if you've had a couple of no's one after the other and it's kind of like, wow, why is this happening? It's so important for us to, to reflect on the things that are going well and, and that it's not us. So what do you have to say to someone who's just listening to what you're saying today and recognises Hmm. I can see that in the past few weeks or maybe even longer, I have been looking at what's not working well, how I'm not growing my business and I'm looking at all of my colleagues and they just seem to be doing just amazing things in their business. What are some things that you'd like to say to, to that person on how to overcome their limiting beliefs
1: and that self-talk that at the moment hasn't really been helpful for them? Sure, well, the first thing that I'd like to say in an aspect of transparency is is that I've been there and i and I always think that that's important and i I'm, and I'm sure that you feel the same way in terms of when we're having these conversations. It's not like us over here and you're over there like we've never experienced that, so I can say honestly, in addition to. The work that I do and the training that I have, a lot of this comes from my experience when I was first starting in business. I did personalize the no and, and allowed that to impact my business development confidence, you know, I, after a few no's, I thought, well, maybe I really can't do this. And so, yeah, so I, I've been there before too. And I think it's, it's really, again, that level of recognizing it. And, and I don't know that I made that connection right away. It's only sort of now through looking back at my business, you know, 10 years later, thinking like, wow, there were some opportunities that maybe I could have pursued differently or m- pursued more eagerly. Um And I, you know, through, like you said, working with other coaches and other other people realized that I had made that no a personal no. Mm-hmm. So part of it is that that language and that reframing. So when I, you know, sort of think trying to think of no as not yet or thinking about no as, you know, not this opportunity or not the right time or thinking about the reason and and trying not to take it completely to heart and then also realizing that that may not work. You know, some days that's a great strategy and yep, I got it and I can dust myself off and keep going and some days it may be a little harder. So not also putting more guilt on yourself, right? So just because it didn't work the first time because for certain projects or big contracts or whatever it is, that's going to sting. It's not going to be like it may not be that easy. So also giving yourself the space and the permission to To feel that, but also maybe, again, like we said earlier, finding someone else that maybe you can sort of debrief or unpack that experience and really start to get to, okay, well, what can I learn from this? What can I do differently in the future so that you can not, again, stay stuck in that breakdown? Mm
0: -hmm. And I think for some of us, if we're solopreneurs, we're working in our own business, having that other person who we can speak to openly, honestly, you've said that that's really important. But doing that can give us a whole new insight and perhaps they can point out some of the things that we may be doing or not doing that we don't even even recognise, which really stresses the importance of having that conversation. And I love the way that you've been honest and, and transparent and said, I've been there too. I mean, I've been there too. And it's kind of like, Oh, it can be really difficult to boost your motivation and, and, you know, your productivity and all of that when things just haven't been going your way. But it's so very important. And so often I know for particularly women, I don't know if it's something that, that I find us women are really good at. We're beating ourselves up. But we often quite hesitant to share that with someone else. But it's so important to recognize not only that we don't have to struggle on our own, but it, that it's often important to get a different point of view and to get a mentor or a coach to be able to support us. I'd love you to speak a little bit more about that and maybe even your experience.
1: No, I, I and I agree wholeheartedly. And I agree on... The piece with women, I think, at least from my perspective, I think that sometimes it can be challenging to share. But what we miss when we don't do that is is we don't get the mirror. We don't get that external reflection. So like when you think about blind spots or, you know, something, things or qualities or characteristics that people know and recognize about you that you don't know yourself. So if you're not getting that external feedback, you're missing out on a, on a potential development opportunity to see things differently and to learn because it, because it is through our challenges that we, that we learn and grow. So finding that trusted advisor, I think is, is really important. And like you said, it could be a mentor, it could be a coach. And because I think that we hear things differently from different people. So, you know, I have, certain friends or colleagues that, you know, if they say something to me, I'm really going to listen versus I might hear it from someone else. And I and I hear it, <laughs> but I may or may not respond or I may or not take it to heart as much. So so we all need those folks in our lives where we know, oh, wow, if, if she said that to me or he said that to me, I, I really should take a look at that. Yeah, yeah. You
0: know, a lesson that uh, I learned many, many years ago, Colette, I'm an internal learner. I love learning new things. But how often, and I'm reminded of this daily, how often do we actually block ourselves from deepening our learning experience or having an insight or an aha by reading something or hearing something and going, oh, I already know that or I'm already doing that. But in actual fact, we're not really doing it well or we're missing a core piece of, of that. So having another person be able to reflect that back or ask some really great questions so that we can see, oh, okay, well, I thought I had that in place, but in actual fact there's a step I need to do before that. That can just be the difference between us continuing to get no's and then having a high-level client going, yes, when can we get started? What are your thoughts on that?
1: No, I think I think that's perfect and I think, yeah, so... Whenever we're receiving feedback and again being honest, like not that I, I have my good days and bad days with that, but, but really being open to hearing the feedback and write it. And, or if you're even going to an event or going to a training or a seminar or reading a book. Trying to keep that open mind and not not reading or listening or hearing from the lens of, I know this already, but what more can I learn or what more can I gain or what skills can I develop or how can I see this differently? And then start to make those connections, like I said, in terms of... How I'm moving from personalizing a no to thinking about, okay, well, this is really, you know, what we're all doing is really all about enrollment, right? We're enrolling people in in their possibilities. So just even that different mindset or that reframing of the type of work that we do gives a different perspective of, okay, maybe for them, they're not ready to hear that possibility. And that really doesn't have anything to do with me or the services that I offer. It's really just not the right time for them.
0: Mm, Yeah, absolutely. So really important mindset, as you said, is our steering wheel. So if we're, Heading in the direction that we're not really wanting to go, then it's a really good indication that, hey, hang on a second, maybe our mindset needs to, uh, needs to change or maybe something that we're doing, we're not doing correctly or we're missing a piece of that. And so it's really good to be able to get some external, you know, some other feedback on that. Now to revealing our true purpose. I know for many of our listeners, they're heart-centered entrepreneurs, so they're passionate about what they do. So what are some words of wisdom you can share about how we can make choices to spend time in our business and our life so that we can have a life?
1: Right. I think it, and I'm sure you've heard this before as well, that they say, well, they usually say, uh, look at your, look your, at where you're spending money. And that's, that shows me your priorities. But I also say, look at your schedule. And that shows me your priorities because how you're choosing to spend time, how, you know, the people that you're choosing to spend that time with is a clue for what you're actually doing. It doesn't necessarily mean that you don't have different intentions, but sometimes we have a gap between our intentions or our, or our overall purpose and how we're actually manifesting it. So, in some activities, I've even done with clients or, or participants in the seminars, looking at the roles that you play in your life, and then looking at your schedule and seeing how that maps out. And again, it might be that it's great and everything's aligned and that's awesome. Or if there are places where it's not aligned and really thinking about how can I make more choices from those larger intentions or purposes so that it is more aligned and recognizing that may not be possible every single day. But, you know, if we look at a week or if we look at a month, we can make those choices with a little bit more planning and forethought.
0: Yes. So true. And I'm just taking some notes down there. You know, you were talking about having a look at a week, having a look at our, uh, our month. But if we're really honest, even looking at our day, because if we were truly accountable and said, I'm going to track today and see where I spend my time and what I'm focusing on. For many of us and I'm pointing the finger to me too we can really distract ourselves can't we with social media someone rings unexpectedly we end up chatting to someone and you know just even a oh I'll just speak to them for 5 minutes can turn into a huge distraction which can really take your focus off from what you should be working on right
1: Absolutely no and and yes yes and put me in that group as well and I think that that is true you can look at it. And again, with all of these things, I always like to say that it's not about, again, creating guilt for yourself or feeling badly. It's just trying to look at this as objectively as you can as well so that you're getting the information. And again, as we've been talking about, it's kind of about revealing those blind spots and looking at how you're spending your time with whom you're spending your time, but without the the guilt attached, because I know that obviously You know, many of your listeners may have families and I don't want it to bring up a guilt. It's Mm -hmm. just a matter of, again, we can make those small choices and two minutes becomes five minutes, like you're saying, and, and we can sort of reorganize or I'm seven habits and focus certified. We talk about figuring out what are your big rocks for the week and then scheduling all the other stuff around that. So for each day, what are your big rocks? And for each week, what are the big rocks? And then fitting the other stuff in like social media and and all the other things mm.
0: you know when I first started my business collect that was many years ago I, I won't disclose I had three young children and I know what it's like I mean you could have plan out your whole morning and then something happens with the children and you've just got to you know as a mum be able to to be there for them but I, I guess what now that they're a lot older I quite easily can distract myself so I love the way that you said schedule in those rocks and these are the really important things and especially I know for me I know my trigger points so I eliminate those. So when I sit down, the half hour I spend is far more productive because of the fact that I'm committed, all of the, you know, set the intentions and gotten away all of the distractions that I know quite easily can flitter off my my focus. So love what you've shared in uh, setting those rocks and making sure that that's in, in your calendar.
1: No, absolutely. And connecting it back to the bigger why. So I guess revealing the true purpose, it's it's kind of the, the a daily weekly examination and then connected to that are what are the intentions? Because I think that that, that can be the disconnect too. So we're, we're, I wouldn't say we're forgetting other things are getting in the way of us remembering what, what the larger why or what the larger goals are. And that can be from your health, from your, you know, your lifestyle, from, from your business and, and trying to make that connection. So, However often you think it's important, you know, it could be monthly, quarterly, semi-annually, just kind of looking at what those big whys are and then, again, making that match or looking at, you know, how does my time, how does my schedule align with that?
0: Yeah, so, so important. I think it's such a great reminder that you say that, Colette. Being aligned with our big why is so important in anything and everything that we're doing because when all of those pieces of the puzzle align, we can just motor ahead, steam full steam ahead. And often when we're kind of not really, I know for me anyway, when it's something's not quite working well, if I check back to my why and all those different things that you've talked about today, it's probably one or more of those things that are just not there. And once I've got that in place, off I go again. So great tips that you shared uh, with us today, Colette. Do you have any last words of wisdom for someone that may be at the breaking point, you know, have experienced the breakdown in their business that you'd like to leave with them today?
1: I think it does come back to the why, because I was just thinking about that when you said that, revisiting the why of what you're doing that, and that for most of us, this is a growth process. You know, I think we've gotten lulled in by sort of the the quick startups and, and not to, no judgment against it, but you know, sort of like, oh, we had, you know, $2 million exit and it took us six months. Remembering that most of us on a longer journey in our businesses. So that, again, when, when the breakdowns happen, not, you know, going down your own rabbit hole in your mind, trying to find someone to talk with about it, and then bringing it back to what's the bigger purpose? What's your intention? What are you trying to create in the world? And hopefully that can help you be more resilient in those times of crisis. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And Colette, how can people get in contact with you if they'd like to find out more about you and the incredible services you offer?
1: Absolutely. So I am an avid social media person. I do figure out a way to fit it in, as I know you do as well. So I am at Coach Collette on Twitter. My business website is instepconsulting.com, and you can also find uh, my coaching page on Facebook.
0: Fantastic. Look, thank you so much for coming on the show today, Colette. It really has been great to be able to connect with you again. I know we had you on a show many, many years ago that that we did with uh, my co-host, Keith Keller. So it's great to be able to connect with you again and and have you share your wisdom.
1: Thanks again. I I love the opportunity and I'm glad that we can do this global show. (laughs)
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's been wonderful. So if you're listening today and you've recognised that maybe in your business you haven't been Really, having the right mindset to lead you in the direction that you want to go, building the business of your dreams and, of course, the life of your dreams, then I'd certainly go back, listen to the podcast again because Colette shared some incredible steps that you want to be aware of and connect with her. And, of course, the today's show link is at www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com network.com forward slash AES. One, two, four, and then you've got all of the links where you can connect with Colette. We've also put some additional resources that uh, Colette has created, that uh, are her gift to you, so you can check those out on the, the podcast show notes as well. Now, if you're just a new listener, then welcome! It's great that you could share this time with us. I know that you've taken away lots of our hearts and insights. I want to challenge you to what can you implement in your business. That's going to change something that's going to have you moving in, in the right direction. You can go ahead and leave a comment in the show notes. Or if you're listening on iTunes, remember to pop across, leave a, a quote there. of What's the best thing that you took away from today's show? And of course, leave us a rating as well. We've got another couple of podcasts that I want to share with you. If you haven't already had a listen, one of them is... Um, Coaches Connection Podcast, and you can find that at ambitious entrepreneur network.com forward slash CC Podcast. Lots of uh, tips and strategies there if you're either a new coach or you've been in your coaching practice for a while and looking at taking that to the next level. And if you love the topic of law of attraction and having more love and money in your business, you need to go and listen to Marcella Delafay's podcast, and of course. That is found at www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash podcast. So uh, those are just a couple of podcasts that you want to share. And of course, if you want to find out more about how to become a host on our network, or maybe you've got a podcast already and you'd love to be one of our featured podcast hosts, go to www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash hosts. Anyway, that's enough from me. Have a fantastic week, everyone, and we'll connect with you again same time this show next week. Bye for now, everyone. You've been listening to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. Do you want to promote your business to tens of thousands of other ambitious entrepreneurs both nationally and internationally? I invite you to reach out and learn more about our customized sponsorship packages by emailing at That's be a sponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com. network.com. That's be a sponsor at entrepreneur network.com and we'll send you out further details.